Good afternoon and welcome to the Market Close Report for a brand new month, the 1st of March 2023. Now, it certainly was quite a messy a start to uh, to the new month indeed. In fact, the ASX 200 finished in negative territory, not by much, by about 6.8 points, less than a tenth of a percent lower to 7,251. And the broader all, all orders index was almost completely flat. Now, that's actually not a bad outcome because this morning, the ASX 200 was down six times as much then recovered off those lows, even though it was a messy finish, uh, messy finish, it certainly could have been uh, uglier today. Now, a lot happened over the course of the session, which actually helped the market. Uh, for one, it was an update on inflation for January, which was actually cooler than expected. It showed that inflation still rising too quickly, uh, lifting in the order of 7.4% uh, over the year, which is still too high, but it was well below the 8.1% that many economists and analysts were anticipating. So the faster we get inflation down, the sooner the Reserve Bank can back off all of these interest rate hikes we've had. We've of course had nine straight rate hikes now since uh, the Reserve Bank started tightening in May last year, which was of course the first time in 11 and a half years that the RBA was raising rates in a bit to bring down inflation. So still too early to get excited about this, but anytime we get a weaker than expected inflation report, even if it is just monthly, rather than the more important and influential quarterly report, which will be out in April, markets are probably going to respond quite well to that. Secondly, we had an update on economic growth uh, for the December quarter. So this is quite backward looking, but it also was a little softer than what was expected over that quarter. So there are signs that things are slowing a bit. Consumer demand and spending is dropping back and inflation's falling. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens to interest rates from here, but we're still of the mind we're probably going to get a couple more rate hikes from here. Now, if we look at how the different sectors of our market performed today, we had pretty much all sectors actually dropping, but most of them actually rose from their lows. Two sectors stood out though. It was the mining sector and the energy sector. That was thanks to some data out of China, which we'll get to in, uh, in a second. The rest of the market was actually down. Communication services in the telco space was down, mainly because of some stocks trading ex-dividend. Financials down 1.2%, which was certainly a bit of a weight on our market. Now, if I turn our attention to some of the best performers first up on, uh, on the market today, and some that actually helped to, to keep the market's losses to a minimum, Mining stocks right at the top of the list. In fact, the top 10 performers on our market today were all resource stocks. Fortescue Metals up 3.4%, the iron ore miner, and Orkham, which is a lithium miner, that just days ago said that its profits for the half uh, rose 11-fold thanks to lithium prices. It rose about 4.5%. So why are the mining, the mining stocks doing so well today? It really came down to a couple of things, but the main one was China. Now, China at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, so Sydney time, came out with an update and said that its economy essentially is recovering at a faster than anticipated pace from the COVID lockdown since they've reopened their borders and economy recently. So that was very helpful. Of course, China buys most of the commodities that we seem to sell overseas. So anytime you see China's economy rebounding at a faster pace, that's going to probably be well received. In fact, an update on manufacturing in China showed that its sector there is posting its biggest improvement in more than a decade. Elsewhere, JB Hi-Fi and some of the retail stocks managed to lift off their lows today. It rose 1.1%. This is partly off the back of those inflation stats that were weaker than expected. So if inflation's weaker, which could lead potentially to fewer and a less aggressive uh, reserve bank 
that's the type of thing obviously that might leave fewer uh, extra dollars in people's pockets to go out and spend. So JB Hi-Fi rose. And also the interest rate sensitive tech sector managed to bounce back as well from where it was this morning. And one example was Block. This is the company, the US company that bought our own buy now pay later company Afterpay about, uh, about a year ago. It rose about 1.2% today. Now there were plenty of losers on the market today as well. Westpac was down 2%. Most of the banks were down between one and two. So that was really one of the main reasons why we couldn't just sneak into positive territory today. Telstra was down 2.9%, Link was down 5.7%. The declines from both of those stocks had quite a bit to do with them both trading ex-dividend, which is the cutoff for who's gonna get a dividend payment. Now in Telstra's case, it's paying out uh, its biggest interim dividend uh, in around six years, right at the end of the month. And uh, so each shares fell. Harvey Norman did drop back today, I did say that retailers have done okay, but Harvey Norman was not one of them. It fell 2.3. Just yesterday, it released its profit results where it said that half of your profits fell 15%, but also in January, sales have continued to decline by about 10% on a year earlier. So that was not well received by the market at all. Now, as far as currencies go, we had the Aussie uh, strengthening against most, not against the Kiwi though, where it's dropped back a bit, but one Aussie buys about 67.6 US cents, very messy throughout the day because of all this economic data that was uh, that was handed down. Now, if we cast our eyes to what is actually happening happening later on tonight and tomorrow. Tonight, you've got a couple of uh, bits of, or well, a few bits of data that will be probably quite uh, big talking points tomorrow morning. One is going to be an update on manufacturing, both across Europe and also in the United States. So these are quite timely indicators of how their economies are currently faring. That's going to be uh, very important tomorrow. Secondly, in addition to this tomorrow on our market, there's not much uh, as far as economic news, as far as well, major economic news uh, and major profit results either because the earnings season is essentially behind us now. But there are companies trading ex-dividend and two that might weigh, especially on the consumer staple space, will be Woolies and Coles because they're both trading ex-dividend tomorrow. We've also got NIB, ProMedicus also trading X. And later on Thursday night, we're going to get an update on European inflation. So again, any signs that things are cooling are probably gonna be well received by markets at the end of the week. Any signs that they're not is probably not going to be great. Anyway, on that note, have a great evening everyone and we'll do this again tomorrow.